0: You're listening to the Communicate with Confidence podcast with me, your host, Luke Maxwell. This podcast is dedicated to helping you build confidence, increase your communication skills, and journey with me in the relentless pursuit of what you want most in life in this episode number 59. I'm going to just go on a little rant here. I have no idea how long this is going to end up being. But it's that you're not stuck in your current job. This is something that I've seen a lot of people not necessarily complaining about, but just hawking about, whether online or in person, and just being stuck in their job and hating their job and just feeling like they can't do anything about it. And so here's my response to that is that I understand having to have a job to pay bills, to pay off your know, student debts. Because <laughs> you went to college and that degree doesn't really didn't actually get you a job. There's there's a lot of situations involved in this, but there's a couple things that you can do in this and when you have a job that you dislike. And the number one thing, and I think the most difficult thing to do, is to learn from your job. One learn about what you don't want in a job, or what you don't want maybe when you run your own business, if that's what you want. You know how not to treat employees. <laughs> and not how to you know treat clients or run businesses um maybe that's something you'll learn but so you can learn what you don't want and that's easy a lot of people that's just you know we can see something we can know we don't want this the other thing though is we can actually force ourselves to take advantage of the situation and learn from the job take stories take experience and either and keep them. So what I'll do and what I've started doing, I mean, started, I did this, started doing this a while ago. I started writing down stories uh, from my experiences. And what I'll do is I'll take those stories and I'll say, oh, this would, this would go great in this speech or this would go great on this podcast episode. Or I could use this to sell this kind of product. And what I'm doing is I'm storing these different stories and how I could talk about them and what I could do with them just some ideas about them and i have this list you know in in my well, then evernote now google keep yeah keep um kind of transitioned over to that because it's google and i love them um, it just everything's easier with google and so i'm storing these stories and storing these experiences to draw upon them later and that's a huge thing that you can do and it's a way of of giving purpose to your job because especially if you're stuck in a job that's very repetitive that doesn't involve a whole lot of you know higher function of thought and when you get kind of just in that rut of doing something over and over again right whatever it is then you can get kind of stuck in there by by, by using your mind during that time, you can be doing two things at once. And of course, if you're working like something that's maybe like dangerous, like if you're working like in a restaurant or like with heavy machinery, like be careful. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not advocating that you zone out and you forget about what you're doing. Like don't get hurt and uh, don't, I mean, do well at your job. Well, that's a big thing that you can do is, is thinking. It really, I mean, it's thinking about okay, I have this experience, this thing just happened, or this is happening with a job, this is a pain point I see with my with the people I work with or with the clients, I'm gonna take all of these and I'm gonna see how I can use them. For example, I took um, some, a lot of experience from when I was working in a marketing firm and it was a good company. I like the people I worked with. Like don't get me wrong, like I'm not not here to roast them. But I mean, I just don't like having an actual job. I like being self-employed. I like working for myself. I like being the boss, um, not taking orders from a boss. And that's just my personality. And so I, but I took a lot of ideas from them and saying, okay, like they do this really well. That's cool. I'm going to learn how to do this thing about social media, right? I'm going to learn, oh, this is really interesting. I'm going to learn from them and I'm going to apply this to my own brand. I'm going to apply it if people, when people hire me for social media. I'm going to take this idea, craft it into my own. Of course, I'm not just going to steal their business model and I'm going to craft it in my own and I'm going to use it. And, I, and whether it's teaching people about social media, whether it is actually working with people, you know, being hired, I've taken, you know, those two years of experience and I've applied to them almost every day of my life. Also, taking opportunities. So I'm going to tell you a little story of how I got started in sales. I got an internship with this digital agency because I, I spoke at this high school. The person who hired me to speak at the high school, her husband runs a social media agency. I found out I wanted to get into social media. I needed a job at the time because I was just every, that's just how everything was going. And so I was like, okay, get a job, you know, get some experience and also this will be great. And cause I was still trying to really figure out what I wanted to do with my life. And so I asked the the CEO, I was like, Hey, can I, can I meet you for coffee and talk, And you know, and, and so I met him for coffee. I talked about, you know, my qualities and how I could help his company. He's like, yeah, you know, I can get you an internship. And so, but just like that, I got an internship. And, and also, you know, I'm not saying that I just like got an internship, you know, looking me. Um, I, you know, I did, I did years of, I had years of experience in social media at the time, just not actually doing it professionally, but just doing it for myself. And of course he saw how hard of a worker I was and how I, you know, was on stage communicating it was great. So I had all that and that helped what that's what helped me. Of course, a personal connection also helped me get that internship. And at first I was just interning like I think like two hours a week, four hours a week. It really was anything big. I was doing some menial tasks, but I was listening and making connections and meeting people in the company. I was learning about everything um there. And in fact, one of the employees got me on Snapchat and taught me how to use Snapchat. And then that's why I'm on Snapchat right now is because I had that internship. I mean, I probably I would have gotten on eventually, maybe, but I'm not anywhere near that time. And so over over the time, so I eventually got hired there. And so I started working part time, you know, just doing some low level, you know, data analysis stuff. It wasn't anything complicated and it was really boring work (laughs) and it was really awful. But I knew that this was just one step. I knew I had to start at the bottom if I wanted to reach the top. No one just starts in the middle unless your parents have a lot of money, and a lot of influence like that just doesn't happen or you get freak lucky and go viral on YouTube, which is a one in a billion chance based on how many videos are uploaded every day and how many go viral. So I did that for a couple months, I think, maybe a few months, I forget how long it was. It felt like forever. It it wasn't very rewarding work, it was slow, but I was learning about the inside of social media. I was looking at all these different industries. I was looking at all the numbers and I was learning a lot. And then one day, this new person shows up to the office, and I find out that he's the new VP of Sales. And he looks at me; he spots me across the room, and he goes. And I could just see. And looking back, I I can remember the look in his eyes, just going, "I i I want him to work for me." <laughs> Next thing I know, he snatches me out. I was everyone's you know intern. He makes me his intern. I start working in sales, and because he said, you know, he basically said, you know, "Hey, you want to you want to do sales for me?" And of course, me. I went. Yeah, of course. You know, I'm moving. I make. I'm making ways. I'm. I'm learning. I want to learn something else. I'm so done with what I'm doing now. And so I ended up doing sales and in that transition to a full-time job, I worked there for about a year, took a break for a semester of school because I thought, I'll try five semesters of school. I mean, sorry, five, uh, taking a full load, right? Five classes, 15 units. I could totally do that. It'll be great. Then I can actually, you know, get my degree because that's something I should get, right? One semester later, hating everything, I decided, no, (laughs) there's no, I will never do that to myself. Again, ever, and I haven't, and so I know you know a lot of you people thinking like, what? I took five semesters. Ever, I took more. I took, sorry, I keep on saying semesters. You know, some. I mean, I have a a buddy right now who's taking, who's doing a double major. He's taking at least eighteen units a semester of complicated engineering classes. I'm not built for that. I learn on the job. I learn by doing. I learn. I mean, I learned. I I I, le- I started my first business at 16, and I learned that way. Sitting in the classroom is not the way I learn. And um, I have some. In fact, here. Okay, fine. I had. I did a podcast with with Clara, uh, my good friend. My good friend marketing. Um, in fact, I have another interview coming with up coming up with her let's see when is this being posted Thursday um this Monday I'm doing kind of a monthly thing with her it's pretty cool but we did a podcast episode um about college and about is it worth it? and we told our stories because she went through she went through college in about two years um and I basically said no I'm not taking that route instead I'm going I'm I'm focusing on my business because I'm making money I'm moving forward. I'm I mean everything is continuously moving up, so why would I stop? Like why would I kill my momentum that way? And so, putting that on the back burner for now. So, I went back for and then and then after about another, you know, another 6 months or so of working full-time, I they offered me uh, a real, you know, high-paying job up and up, you know, in sales, being an actual salesman and not like on the front lines and that's when i left i said no I'm, I'm pursuing my own thing i can't i can't commit to five years of working in sales i need to focus on my own business and what i truly love and am passionate about and i look back on the person and it was great it was a really great experience i learned a lot about office dynamics and of course about sales and about marketing the reason i go along this story is because I learned so much from doing something that I didn't really like. It's not that I hated it. I didn't hate doing sales. I just didn't like it. <laughs> I'd rather not be doing that. Like, if I had a choice between doing sales and doing almost anything else, yeah, I would do almost anything else. Um, so I didn't really enjoy it. Uh, I didn't really like what the, the actual work that I was doing. But I knew that I would look back on this and be so grateful I did because now I have all this experience to draw upon. And now I'm able, first of all, to sell better, to actually sell in mass better. I took my you know, natural skills as a communicator and as a salesman, and I turned it into being an actual salesman and knowing how to do proper sales. I also learned a ton about social media, about common practices, about how to work with clients, Damage control. Oh my gosh, the stories. I, I'll, I'll have to tell you some of the stories. I, I think I can tell. Yeah, I'll just, I'll just won't mention names or, or dates or stuff like that. Because <laughs> we were working with some high profile clients and things went wrong. And then I had to do damage control. And I thought I was doing great and I kind of messed it up. Um, well, according to some people. <laughs> but that's beside the point. I draw upon that experience and I know that I learned so much from that. So that's one way, I mean, when I say you're not stuck in this job, in your current job, it's important to remember is that every day that you go into work is an opportunity to move forward in your own personal knowledge and learning and experience, but also in your networking, in your career. Because maybe you don't like your current job, but maybe you want your boss's job, or maybe you want something higher up in the company, or maybe you want to move laterally, you know, somewhere else to another company. Um, in a similar job it's by having you know maybe a year or two of experience in this job maybe you don't like the company you're working at Well, maybe you can move over to another company do the same job and you'll like that better so there's a lot of you know there's a lot of value in actually having the job but that's it that's the first thing the second thing is the side hustle and now this is the problems that many people don't have Time, Like, it's just realistically, maybe you have a family, maybe you have kids you need to take care of, you need to spend time with. I understand that. That's personally one reason why I've decided, you know, not to get in relationships is because for me, what's most important right now is work and building my career and becoming more stable and more, you know, a prominent. And for me, that is absolutely most important. So I've chosen that very specifically because I know that if I develop a relationship, you know, build a family, that's going to that's going that's going to impede upon my current trajectory. And that's just that's something I had to that's just, that's a that's a I don't know if sacrifice is the right word, but it's a decision I had to make because I and 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 when you hear the podcast episode coming up this Wednesday with Clara we talk we talk a lot it's about dating really it's about online dating and she signed me up for some dating profiles and I was just like yeah no I'm done I'm not I'm not like this is not something I want to do right now so yeah so anyway that's a complete side topic but that's coming out you know spoiler alert on Monday it gets fun it gets really like we have a lot of fun together And so the the side hustle. And now here's the thing. Many people say I don't have time. And instead of that, instead of saying I don't have time, I want you to instead say how much free time you do have. Do you have an hour? Do you have an hour a day to work on your side hustle? Because if, I mean, and if not an hour a day, you have an hour a week. You know, what are you doing Saturday and Sunday? You know, what, what are you, are are you just vegging out in front of the TV all day? Are you just hanging out with people all day, going to parties, you know, I mean, something has, you have to give up something. I never, when someone complains to me, the first thing I do is that, is, is, are, are they able to fix their problem? And if they are, then I'm sorry, your complaints are meaningless and worthless and are just annoying because you have the power to change so much about yourself. Whether it is appearance or status or, you know, currency, like whatever it is about yourself, you have a lot of power to do it. Yes, it takes time sometimes, most of the times so it will take some time and it takes a lot of effort, but you have that power to do it. So you tell me you don't have time, I'm sorry, like you're not getting sympathy from me. Unless you genuinely don't have time, you're working two jobs to pay, you know, you know you're know, working days at one job, you're working nights at another to pay for your expenses to feed your family. Listen, I respect that. Totally. That is, that is, that's amazing that you, you, you do that. But if you truly want out, then something has to give. Do you have an hour a week to write a blog post or to network or to do, you know, hard phone sales? to call up people and offer some kind of service? Do you have an hour a week to build a website, to post on social media, to run some ads? Do you have an hour a week to go on LinkedIn and do some online networking from the comfort of your own home with other people who want to network? Do you have an hour a week to take a step to get to where you visualize your perfect life to be? Do you have an hour a week? And yes, will an hour a week get you to where you want to be overnight? No, <laughs> it's not even close. But the point of this is, it's not about thinking about, oh, well, it's going to take so much time. It's pointless because let's say in a year you'll be in the same place you are right now, if not worse, because your mental health is going and you're going to become more stressed. And your mental health is going to diminish because you're not happy with where you are, you're having pressure. So your body also is going to rebel against you because your body does not like being under current stress. That's why people have heart attacks, who are under a lot of pressure and stress. And there's actually really interesting biological components to that, which I won't get into right now. But it's, it's fascinating how stress physically hurts your body. When you're not and it's not good stress, like you're running away from a bear that's trying to eat you. That's the mindset you need to have. Because, like, for me, every hour is a possible work hour. Now, of course, I take breaks, of course I take time because I know I need to, because I know what burnout feels like and it's awful. But every single i made I've I've chosen the life. And I've made this conscious decision for every single hour of my life to be a possible work hour. And if it's not a work hour, there better be a good reason that I'm not doing something productive during that time. And a good reason, obviously, is, you know, resting my mind, going down on power down, you know, getting exercise to help my body, you know, um, meditating. I don't know. I hate the word meditating because it's so... I don't know. There's so much connotation with it, but you know, just relaxing my mind in order, in order to help with just my mental health, especially because I have a background with mental illness and depression, anxiety, I have to be even more careful about how I work myself. So I'm not one of those guys. I'm not a Gary Vee who's saying, you know, work on three hours of sleep every day to achieve what you want. You're gonna die. <laughs> like, like it won't last long. Like, I prefer to work, I prefer to do the work the marathon and not the sprint, right? And of course the people like, oh, you sprint during a marathon too. Whatever, it's just an expression. This So with the side hustle, the com- the most common complaint is I don't have time. Well, you have to give up something. Well, what are you going to give up? And if you aren't going to give up something, then obviously you don't want to change that badly. If you truly do, don't want to be stuck in your job, if you truly do want to move forward and do something else, you'll make that time. And of course, there can be other underlying issues. Maybe you have depression and it just mentally almost seems impossible to to act to to you know do something after you get home right from your 9 to 5 you just need to rest and, and recuperate from that i get it i've been there i am like i'm always on watch for because i have relapses and all that so sometimes it's important to treat those kinds of things first is to get to a better place in your mental health, get a place, better place in your mindset before you move forward and maybe go for that side hustle. The second thing with the side hustle, and I might have, I mean, I might have a whole podcast episode in the future about this, is people say, I don't know what to do. And here's a very simple thing because the problem is that people think that there's one thing and you have to pursue that one thing, otherwise you will fail. And I'm here to tell you that's complete bullcrap. There is no one thing. Right now, there are about 20 different businesses I could start right now that if I put in the work, I can make successful. Instead, what I did is I chose one, and I said, I'm going to do it. I chose one, and I said, okay. And In fact, here, I'm going to give you insight into my business model right now. So what happened um, is my business partner and I, um, she ended up moving on to a different industry. So I took all of our marketing um, different clients, and you know things, and I put them under my own personal brand because I'm just doing it myself, and probably will you know will hire people to do different things for me um, once that critical mass reaches there because I operate a very lean machine and I'm, and I'm, I don't need a lot of profit in order to live the life I want to live, which is great. And I, and I love that I've done, I've taken this road instead of trying to build, you know, a fortune 100 business and then just stressing myself out and not, you know, actually being happy (laughs) and being, you know, um, so I, so where, anyway, why, I I didn't make it, I purposely didn't make an outline. In fact, if you listen to my last podcast, episode, I talked about certain episodes where I don't make an outline because it's just something that I know based on past experience will work better without an outline, this is one of them. So if I seem a little bit more rambly, it's because all my thoughts are just kind of coming to me um, as I go, and I'm just thinking a little bit ahead. (laughs) Um, So the other, yeah, so the other thing is, you know, you got to choose one thing to do. Think about things that you know, and it could be of your job, right? Take experiences from your job, take stories from your job and make start making content about them. Start you know, making products, start charging people to do stuff for them, right? Your services, do a service for them that you know. And it could be very simple. Like it, it could, be, it doesn't have to be complicated. It doesn't have to scale in 10 years. The point of it is to get started. Once you start thinking about, well, you know, when I'm, you know, in two decades, will I be able, will this be profitable based on current market evaluations and cultural shifts in the politics and, of course, you know, intercurrent, like, stop, stop thinking that. Of course, I have a vision about where I want to be with my business and the businesses I want to start and how everything is going to connect. Of course, I have an idea about that. But it's constantly changing because the world is changing, because I'm changing, because things are happening that I couldn't expect. I'm having an opportunity. I mean, even just right now, you know, certain things are happening that if it happens, all of a sudden my doors are wide open and all of a sudden I have a ton more opportunity. I have a ton of more resources and time to do what I love. If it doesn't happen, then I'm going to have to grind harder in order to get to you know where where i want to be to pursue what i want there is no place of where i want to be there is rather an idea of a pursuit that i want always improving continuously over time so the point is just to write down a list of things that you're good at that you're knowledgeable about that you like talking about that you're good at and maybe ask some friends ask some family members for honest feedback on what you're good at and then start charging for it or start building a brand And giving away free content, you know, write an ebook and develop an email list. One of the most powerful things you can do when you start your side hustles, developing an email list, have a lead magnet that captures, you know, you give away something for free in exchange for the email address, capture their email address. I'm telling you, as someone who started five years ago, and I didn't capture email addresses with a lead magnet, I am paying for it right now. I can easily have five times the amount of email subscribers right now as I do because I started my email I started my lead magnet last year instead of 5 years ago. It was a huge mistake on my part and I, and I wish I didn't because email is what it's still one of the most powerful ways to sell people online. Still, no doubt, there's like there's no competition in that. And so that's you know with a side hustle, you got to pick what you want to do and then you got to do it. And then if you have, and then, and then budget your time, just like you budget your money, or you should be budgeting your money, budget your time. Say, I have one hour. This is what I'm going to do. Or I have, maybe I, I have all of Saturday. Okay, here's nine hours on Saturday. Here's what I'm going to do. Here are my goals. Here's here's the actions I'm going to take. And then have someone hold you accountable to it. Um, that's what me and Clara do. We, you know, we're great friends. We're, we're marketing partners. We understand each other really well. And you know, being business partners... And then we started our friendship, holding each other accountable to different goals. And we're still doing that today. And again, we talk about that. I'm just, I, <laughs> so much of what we talk, to, talk about on Monday, you know, relates to this in some way or another. So I find myself drifting into it. So, I mean, this is already getting long. I did not expect this episode to go very long. So those are the, first, the two things. When you feel like you're stuck in a job, one, learn, learn from your job. Take everything you can. And, of course, do your job well. You're not just there to – you're not stealing, right, from the the company. Do your job well. Learn from it and learn about, you know, learn about everything, everything about your job, about the company, about the industry, about the clients, about the people, that you know, customers. Learn because that will be so valuable later because you'll be able to turn that into real money and not just, you know, you know, minimum wage or or 15, I don't know, whatever whatever you're being paid right now. You'll be able to turn that into real money once you have all of that experience. And then also, the value of the side hustle. Do something that you know how to do and either charge someone for a service, create a product that people want to buy, or just start building your brand, capture email lists, grow your social media audience. And then later you can use that, you can leverage that. For an amazing return on your investment. Because once you quit your job, right? People do that all the time. They they go full-time YouTuber, full-time Twitch streamer, or even like full-time Instagram models, right? They exist because there's a market need for them. And if they can do it, so can you. It takes time. It takes effort. It takes determination. It takes the mindset of where you want to be. And if you keep moving forward, you are being successful. That's the rule, okay? That's the, that's the line in the sand. You're not successful once you reach a million dollars. You're not successful once you have a company with 20 employees. You're not successful when you're able to buy a nice suit and drive a nice car, you know, have a hot husband or a wife. <laughs> you are successful when it consistently you are moving forward. You're growing, you're changing, you're learning, you're gaining experience, and you're using that to do some good in the world. This has been the Communicate with Confidence podcast. I am so happy you listened, this episode being a bit longer than usual, but I'm really happy you came to the end and came along for the ride. You can find show notes and more at the Communicate with Confidence podcast.com. I look forward to seeing you this Saturday when I reveal what people actually think about me based on polls. I'm excited for this. Take care and remember to always... Stay on the positive side of things.